This is a great move for withdrawal. I was trying to be engaged, you guys. I'm doing important. I am trying to include her in what I feel, what's going on. I actually slowed down. I took time to think about it. And pursuers don't like getting it wrong or don't like being called out when they do. And so I knew I I was in I was in a I was gonna try to minimize his pain. Connecting Connecting couples with with the real Emhoffs. Hi, I'm Chad Emhoff. And I'm Angela Emhoff, and this is episode five of our series, our fourth series, which is the anatomy of a fight. We have been breaking down our fights for you and explaining in the context of what we explained to you was temp. That's the acrostic that we use for that trigger that we see, then our body registering it, going into our head, that cognitive part is our meaning, and then the behavior that we do, then our partner sees that, it starts trigger, it starts temp on their side, and before you know it, we are in the dance, we're in the cycle, we're in the fight. Doing it the thing we don't want to do. feels yuck, yep. and yep. so, boy, do we have a convoluted fight for you this time. Whew, we call a tough it one, man. the chair. The chair. Okay, you guys. I, I don't know about y'all, but <laughs> but I've got a thing. I, I like I'm kind of nostalgic. Almost everything in my office I picked. Like I'm I'm like, these are things I want. They mean something. They maybe even have like metaphor behind them. They came from somewhere. And so I only add things to my office that are and I try to take things out of my office that I don't want yeah. or get rid of them. And and we do that in our life somewhat. Angela's kind of shaking her head slow because I don't really do that. But but we try to. He in doesn't our life get rid also. of things. He doesn't purge. I'm the purger so, of the two of us. Here we are, and, and and I'm at this shop, and I see this chair. It's like thrift a thrift store. A, thrift store, not a shop. A thrift store. Like a, a boutique. It was a it was a fancy <laughs> boutique. Uh, not a not a not one of those secondhand stores. No, it was. I think it was like a, a Goodwill or Potter's House. You know, one of these like you know. Yep. Thrift stores. Uh, and and I, I see this chair and it has um, on it, like it, it's gray. It's kind of um, retro, you know, it's, it's Angela wouldn't call it when she's making faces again. I am. But, I'm going to go, I'm going to just move the story forward. Now, the, the reason that we're talking about this is because the convoluted side of it. In the first fight we brought, you remember the sunflower table. The concept was that, that the withdrawer didn't show their work, didn't show his work. And so the, the pursuer kind of felt betrayed or left out when the withdrawer went a different direction. Yeah. So really, we kind of played that out. Now, in the second fight, we brought you the bike. Again, we talked about the idea that... Um, I came forward, the withdrawal comes forward with something, but then uh, it doesn't really fight for the, what they want. It gets shut down, yeah. but, but uh, by my questioning, even though I was trying to approach it, uh, really open to open up space, the shortcut in his brain went to, she's asking me too many questions. It's not worth it. And so we, we, in those two fights kind of were clearly showing these moves of what it looks like for the withdrawer to come forward, for the pursuer to open up space and slow down, trying to really help you guys understand what is happening in the middle of the fight. The reason this one is really convoluted, and we've talked about this and when we did our basic series and we really talked about the longing that we have all of us as humans to be able to share, right? It's that principle of uh, the kind of a biblical principle. They were naked and they felt no shame. They were emotionally bare to each other and they didn't feel inadequate. They, they felt responded to. And so the idea for us is that in my deepest pain or in my moment, I can share that pain with my partner, even if my partner is the one who caused the pain and my partner will be able to, we, we broke this down in the anatomy of a repair, respond to me in a way um, that catches me, that resolves yeah. it and vice versa. This one is a doozy because a yeah. 
we, there was a lot of triggering happening. I was being triggered. He was being triggered. His trigger triggered my trigger and I triggered him some more. And before you know it, it and was like a I said, it was a great chair. So it starts with a chair. Chad purchased a chair. <laughs> I'm going to be real honest with you. It's hideous. It was a hideous olive green what? old um, university chair. University that was like in of some Arkansas had the like, insignia on it. He bought it for $5. And it was that chair that if you leaned back too much. I don't know if it was $5. It was maybe it three. Could have been 10 And when you lean back, it almost felt like you were going to topple over backwards. It probably just needed to be tightened up a little. So he brought it to his work. It didn't fit under, under his desk. And so he decided to try to bring it home. It didn't match anything at home or didn't fit. And so then he decided. <laughs> It needed to go into my office at work. And no, so no, you asked for a chair one I time. needed I a remember. chair. He volunteered that one. It didn't go under my desk either. At any rate, the chair had been moved around. He was really trying to cling on to it. I was trying to let it go. I had the chair and I was moving offices. I, I kind of got a, a little bit of an upgrade and was moving offices. And I had, uh, you know, Chad and I share friends and I knew there were some of the guy friends that he has that were able to help me move some stuff. Um, and they had a they, there was a men's meeting that night that and they my were going to be there. at, and they were going to be there, and they could help her move some stuff. And I had to work late or whatever. And, and I just he said, even "Hey, could said, you guys hey, help?" Yeah. Ask the guys, yeah, yeah, and yeah. so I did. And so a couple of Chad's friends came and helped me move my office. And so as stuff was coming out of my office, um, I had like basically three designated landings for the material: one, a truck that was going to be donated; one, a truck that was going to move to my new office in the dumpster was the third place and so stuff was coming out and I'm like yeah dumpster okay that's a donation that's my office we're you know just sorting through the I stuff. was directing yep. traffic and yep. out comes this chair you guys can see it coming my first instinct was the dumpster but I didn't do the dumpster that's just I sent sad. it back to which the place in which from whence it came <laughs> <laughs> and we donated it and the, the real kicker was that I said to first of all when Chad got the chair he was like if you ever get rid of this chair please I tell specifically me. said I'm going to take it to your office, but don't get rid of the chair. So that was years, like two, maybe years before. And maybe so two. I thought it had been enough time. We had moved on. He had bought a few more chairs for, purchased a few more chairs for his office. His office space had also grown. And so here comes the chair and I'm like, let's donate that. Uh, but I said to one, one of his best friends, actually, I'm like, but don't tell Chad. He'll be upset about the chair. I know. I know. You're like, oh gosh, she's really in uh, trouble. I did it back. What thing. did he say? Do you remember? Oh, I don't, I don't want to get I don't want to get involved in that. Don't, or don't, get, don't involve me in this. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, God bless him. He's great. He's like, that's not my thing. Yeah. You do what you want. Okay, I'm not. so so yeah. cut to later that evening. I come home and Chad is like, how'd the move go? And I went, great. And so we're, we're just kind of talking and I'm like, how'd your day go? He's like, that's fine. And I'm like, oh, by the way, if there's a, if your office has an extra office chair, I'm going to need one. And as soon as I said it, I knew, uh-oh, I shouldn't have said that because now that has just given him the clue that I got rid of his chair. And so he said, what happened to my chair? And I just denied. I was like, what? I don't know what you're talking about. Lied. What that chair? Was a, that's a lie. That's what like, I heard. What, what chair? chair? Yeah. And he's like, you know, the chair I told you not to get rid of. And I was like, oh, that old thing. Oh, we donated it. And he was like, what do you mean? I specifically told you not to donate it. And then I said, I knew you would get upset about that stupid chair. You said chair. I knew you would overreact. Overreact about that <laughs> stupid chair, which is why I told your friend not to tell you that I donated it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. 
Is you anybody guys, else offended right listen, now? Because I'm pretty offended. I, first of all, have re-listened to The Anatomy of a Repair, the entire series, and done a really good repair on this. So Chad and I have <laughs> some, we have made up, I have recognized the error of my ways. And so now we need to kind of break down what happened. So here we are. I have said to Chad, I got rid of something you said you didn't want me to get rid of. And it, I could tell it hit him really bad. Now, now this is the where the convoluted part comes in. We had company over that night, and they happened to be in the other room and they were playing with our daughter at the time but they the the conversation was elevated enough that they could hear something was going on and have you ever just kind of locked it down for the company's sake (laughs) but you everybody knows the tension is so Mm. thick and so chad like we, we both just lock it down and go engage and, and we engage the company. And we have fine. a good night. We have, it, yeah. 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 But underneath the low rumble is I got rid of his chair and the like, low rumble is she got rid of my chair. <laughs> yeah. Rumble. We're both, <laughs> yeah. we're both clearly still having to get into this. So after our company leaves, he says he comes back. This is a great move for withdrawal. I was trying to be engaged. You guys, really I'm doing important. I am trying to include her in yeah. what I feel, what's going on. I actually slowed down. I, took time to think about it and pursuers don't like getting it wrong or don't like being called out when they do and so I knew I I was in I was in a I was going to try to minimize his pain and so he came to me and he said I just feel betrayed and betrayed I said I want to I want to clear it up I said I said Ange I don't think it's about the the chair it's not that I'm like so attached to the chair I thought through it in my head I'm like I go get another chair I could find that chair I could go to Potter's house I know people there I could probably (laughs) we could probably go get the right now we could make a call and go get the chair I'm like it's not about the chair it's just I just feel betrayed and when he said that word betrayed that was a trigger word for me because that is something from my past a, a different relationship that I had that I really got hurt by when when somebody felt that and so that hit my body like oh no that's the worst case scenario he feels betrayed and so I tried immediately I saw her face change too I tried at first to dismiss it and blame him and so I said something along that like betrayed it's just a chair like get over yourself you're overreacting this is your fault don't take it in and that's also a family of origin thing I think that happens uh, sadly sometimes in my family if you bring your pain forward are, are you know very good reasons that we do the things we do nobody likes to find out they hurt someone so if you got hurt it was your fault you got hurt yeah. that's a, a move that I learned well and so I first blamed him but then I just shut down yeah and so he just opened up and said, I feel betrayed. Ideally in that, if we're doing a good repair, you guys remember from the anatomy of a repair is that I can see he felt betrayed. I caused that pain. I could recognize the weight of what I did to him. I can apologize, help him understand that is a good repair. That is not what happened at all. Didn't go that way, you guys. He said betrayed, and that sent me. She was gone. I was gone. I I shut down really, really bad. Angela gone doesn't mean like, mad uh, for a reason and like it, it, it's like it's like uh tension in the room you can tell there's like there's smoke coming out of her ears like it was like i'm like i literally just did exactly the right thing i think yeah like i'm like he really now played she's it out freaking right, out but like i'm like I'm it like, didn't land with me and so here's the really the hard part is we're in this in the heat of 
Now what is a fight? I did something bad. I got rid of his chair. It was offensive what I did. And, and even that I, the way I kind of did it. And then I tried to play it off like it was nothing. He was able to bring his feelings forward. But in the moment, I was a bad human. And I yeah. just... Oh, I mean, you weren't a bad human. I apologize. But <laughs> I was but a bad human. I did well. a bad thing. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. in the moment, he says this, and it sends me to a really bad place. And so we have the rest of our routine, right? We still have a four-year-old. That That's the hard part is that we have kids... Uh, right, all of us that have families sometimes have these fights right in the midst of the family. Who now it's bedtime? We've got to do, you know, get in your pajamas, take the bath, get in the bed, brush read the, the teeth, story, all brush. the stuff. Yeah. So there are logistics that are trying to play out in the midst of him feeling betrayed and me completely shut down. And so we give me two seconds. Go. It's impressive how resourceful we are to get life done. I mean, it's crazy that we, and I think that's part of our protection. Yeah. So I want to honor that a little bit. Like somehow we can still raise kids, do jobs and have this like hugely difficult fight going on underneath the yeah. surface sort of. So on, on one hand, I'm like, how do we get through that when it feels this bad, but yeah. it feels that bad and we're not being very effective in most other places. Anyway, keep going. I almost think that saves us a lot of the times Yeah, because had yeah. we just tried to unpack it, there wasn't, it was too fresh. Yeah. We didn't have the words to it. Like part of this is the process of feeling through what is happening, going into my own head silently not to somebody else and going what do I feel and and we had enough I'm going to say skill to really start breaking down like Chad just said I had I had thought through it enough to recognize it wasn't the chair and I knew it felt something else and he wanted to put words to it that is somebody who is that's advanced uh, that's advanced that is yeah. somebody who is aware of the process that's happening which is really what we're trying to help you do the listener is to really start to unpack and and be self-aware of yep. what's happening why yep it's happening, what it's attached to, what the meaning is, how you're interacting, all of it. And so here we are in this moment, and it was almost like a, a safe distraction that our daughter at that point needed us to get on with the routine. Bedtime, so so our bedtime routine, routine is we get Avery in her pajamas, Chad reads her a story, then I, I'm, I'm a take a shower at night person, not, and he's a take a shower in the morning person. And so I'm in the shower, and, and for me, water is always soothing to me. And it, as I'm in there, just kind of standing, I, I, I wasn't even like showering. I was just like standing in the water, melting down. Yeah. Because I started to remember why the word betrayed felt so bad. That was really a situation in my first marriage. You guys know we've both been married and and, uh, and our relationships ended in a divorce. And I, I just remember what betrayal felt like. And that when in my past experience relationship, betrayal meant the end. And the yeah. fact that he brought that heavy of a word to something that I felt like was a minor offense was really hard for me. And so I am in the shower standing there, the water's running over me, and I start kind of playing out I'm going to probably have to get my own apartment. This is going to be the end. And I, we have to sort out who's going to be picking Avery up when, on which days as we we sift out the custody and who's going to get the furniture and who's going to get the dogs. And I laugh now because golly, it seems dramatic. But let me tell you, when we get in these heated, heavy 
situations and the meaning hijacks us and our offense yeah. hijacks us and our and our limbic system goes offline and we're in protection. In that moment, I thought I've betrayed him and he's going to take that betrayal and hurt me and I can't be hurt. And so I have to protect myself. And the best thing for me to do is start making a plan. Y'all, that's bad. It, it was bad. It was really yeah. bad. Well, and, and, and it's, it's weird because here I am and I'll, I'll play out my side of it yeah. a little bit. Here I am. And we're going through the rest of the night and we're kind of, we're not talking. I mean, it, it's that cold, awkward. The last thing he yeah. said to me basically was that I feel betrayed. And, and then she shuts down ear, ear, silence. smoke coming out of her Radio ears, silence. like clearly like mad, like won't even respond. And, and we end up kind of wrapping the night up. And we go upstairs and she's not talking to me. Shower, cleans up, whatever, gets Avery to me. I get Avery. I put Avery down. She goes and does the shower thing. I'm like, I'm laying in bed and like she takes an extra long time coming to bed. And I'm like, okay, this is weird. And finally, I'm just like, turn, we turn the, I turn the lights off. I can't remember. I might on my side. And that's an interesting and, thing is like, even when couples go to bed at night, there's usually a routine. Like, and there's no, no talk, engagement. We'll talk. I there's said nothing. nothing. Like we, we go Turned right to bed. Turned off the light and I got in the bed. And we're laying there and in it's dark. Silence. Right? Yeah. It's the worst. <laughs> Have you Yuck. ever just been in the dark, in the bed, lying wide awake, and neither one of you feel like you can say anything? It's so heavy. It's so hard. Oh, I hate that. And that's where we were. So pause for a second. Oh, that makes me so sad. Okay, sorry. Pause. Go. And, and so what do you say? I, I did a move that I learned through this, this material, I knew that I was upset and I couldn't attack or blame or minimize. The only thing I could try to do was let him into where I was at that moment. That's the move I've learned how to do. That's what I think a lot of times emotionally focused therapy, that, that is the thing we want to help couples yeah. be able to do is to say, if you can let your partner in on how hard it feels for you right now, and that partner can see it right then. That's really a good step to trying to draw them closer. And so in the dark, in our silence, both feeling really heavy, I said, I don't know how bad it's gotten for you. This makes us both tear up even as we talk know, about sad. it. Because like, it's so really, it's hard. Yeah. Yeah, I said, I don't know how bad it's gotten for you. But for me, it's really like in my mind, I'm figuring out which days we're going to have Avery and who's going to sort up. Who's going to divide up our school. life basically. Yeah. And, and I said that and it was silence and Chad said, you said, how, how bad is it for you? How bad is it yeah. for you? And, he and, was, then, and then I'm like, not that I mean, bad. <laughs> not that bad. I'm like, I'm like, I was going to order a new bike tonight, but <laughs> you know, yeah. or I was going to do something. And, 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 but he recognized, Whoa, I'm like, what are you, what are you talking about? What happened? Like I tell you I'm betrayed. I'm like, what in the world happened to you? Like, where have you been? So, so here is the, the thing that we really want to kind of bring up is that the hardest part, we've said this before, who, whose responsibility is it to, to make the repair or to try to do, uh, to try to stop the fight or to try to come back? And the yeah. answer is whoever can. Yeah. Ideally, when Chad said, I feel betrayed, Angela, that you did this, I could have said, I'm sorry, I didn't, I didn't mean to betray you. I, I'm, I'm so sorry. But instead... I thought that I had done something so offensive that now he was probably going to make a plan. That was going to be the end. He was done with me. Like in my mind, that's how bad it got. And so I shut down. I had shame triggers happening. I was in a, you know, I love Brene Brown's work. She said, I was, she would say, I was in a shame spiral going downhill yeah. fast. And in the slippery slope of, of my dissension, I basically threw, said, Chad, throw me a rope here. 
I'm in a really bad spot. And at that moment, he could have been like, well, you deserve to be there because you treated me bad. Like he really. I could have been nasty. Been, I could have been mean. I could have. Uh, I guess I could have. I mean, my, my I, at that point, I'm like, I knew it had gotten really bad. And I don't know. I mean, I, probably anybody would do this, but I'm like, I'm like, I don't want it to be this bad. Like, I, we don't need to divvy up the house over a chair. And it really isn't even about the chair. Like, I'm like, what in the world is she? Like, I don't get what's happening over there. Like, so, like, so I'm like, I just want to get her back so online. So he, similar to our last uh, episode, when I asked for clarity about the bike, he asked for some clarity. He was actually able to kind of dismiss or set aside his feeling betrayal and recognize that I was kind of in a worse place than yeah. he was. And he asked for clarity, like, whoa, what is going on? I was just trying to share my feelings with you, and now you're completely gone. And so I said, well, this is what happened. The, the last time I heard that word, the marriage ended, yeah. and this, this, and this. And and it is just a chair. And I'm trying to think through if I could even get the chair back. And that's when he was like, hold on, let me clarify why I did. The reason I felt betrayed and he shared was because I kind of had this little side joke with his friend about not telling him that I had gotten rid of the chair. And and that was like an undercutting move. Yeah. And that that's a horrible move for right. me to have made um, because that's where he has had woundedness in his past. And this is the really the thing that it, we try to bring up to couples all the time is that when you start to get to know your partner and you start to have this intimate, secure relationship and you start to see their weaknesses and you start to see their woundedness and their patterns that they bring to the table from previous relationships, you have two chances, you have two opportunities. You have an opportunity to use it against them. And that's a really bad thing that we see a lot of couples do when they're really in a bad place. Or you have an opportunity to meet them in that space and help them heal from it. And that's the direction we want to send couples to. That that I was able to, he was able to see that something from a past relationship where I had pain came up. And then he was able to share with me something from a past relationship he had came up. And then I, and I said, man, I am so sorry that that is what happened to my knowledge. And we taught you guys this in the anatomy of repair. I said, to my knowledge, I will never do that again, where I try to triangle one of your friends or trying to try to, um, do something like that. I I didn't say I would never purge your items because he knows that she's going to sell more of my stuff, but But I won't like have, it was the secret part that was really hurtful to him. And so, uh, so I was, he had to catch me first. He had to come get me back from where I went away to in order for me to respond to him seems unfair, but that is how relationships work sometimes. Yeah. I mean, and that's the thing We're we're two, uh, flawed kind of messed up humans, uh, who, who live together. And I don't know very many people that are perfect, uh, or have never been hurt or have never made a mistake. Right. And so if we're going to live together, we're going to have to find ways to overcome our flawedness, our brokenness. Yeah. And, and, and so we have to do that for each other. And honestly, it's like if we get a chance to kind of be or give grace to each other, that seems like something that we should do. It seems like the way that we should go. So that's what I kind of think of it as. It's like Angela has this, or I, I'm hurting this way, but she, and I try to bring it to her. And then she has this big response. And I'm like, who's got the energy to give the grace right now? And, and that's the question. Yeah. You know, it's not, 
in my mind anyway, it's not whether or not I should or shouldn't or should she have, yeah, she should have probably said she was sorry about the chair. And no, she shouldn't yeah. have done the thing with my friend saying, hey, don't tell him. Those are bad things to do. But that night I was, I had more energy for the, yeah. for the relationship for whatever reason, even as the withdrawer, I was able to fight for this in a different way than, than maybe she has been fought for before. So that's so true. And I'll tell you this, we came back to this particular fight multiple times and re-apologized. I did, I yeah. have apologized and apologized and apologized and let him know and reassured him. And, and we hear that a lot where people's like, I've already apologized for that. Why do I have to bring it up again? As, it still hurts. As long as I yeah. recognize, even as we have been talking about this within this 20 minutes, we both teared up because yeah. it hurts me to know I hurt him and it hurts him to know I was in such a bad place. And so we want to show up for each other. And that's what we want to try to help you guys do show up for each other, which is why we want to break down these fights and give you guys a little bit more awareness of what is happening behind the eyes of your partner yeah. in their brain, in their heart, in their body. Some of these moves that happen send such horrible messages that if we could get in that space with our partner and let them know it's not true what they believe about themselves or what they believe about their relationship, we really have a chance to make it secure. Yeah. So thank you so much uh, for listening to us. Our connect point around this one is, you know, just uh, it's kind of simple, really. We want to ask you just to say, hey, I'm, I'm going to do my best to give you grace in the places where you've been yeah. hurt. And just consider those times when it gets really bad to be able to yeah. say, man, how can I catch my partner there? But grace yeah. is huge. And yeah. just that commitment that says, I really want to try to see what is going on for my partner when we have these fights. Yeah. That's what we want you guys to be able to talk about. That's it. Our time for not only this episode, but that wraps up this series, The Anatomy of a Fight. We hope that you've enjoyed it. We love to get feedback from you. We would love for you to connect with us. You can email us. You can connect with us through our website, therealmhoffs.com. And if you have a chance and you'd like to, you can rate or review us. That really helps us out. We always love when you share our podcast with another couple that you think might benefit from us. We're excited because our next series is going to be home Home for, the, for holidays. the holidays. Thanks so much for listening. Excited for that. I love a little bit of like eggnog or whatever. That's just so delicious. Anyway, thank you for sharing this with us. We'll wrap it up. Y'all have a good week.